0: in the world hands down world famous gamer and philanthropist ethene gaming for good it's called has raised more than 20 million dollars using his notoriety to raise money for charity on activism science culture and self-development proud to have him in the studio today i would not want to take you on in a video game what determines what could be if you for example reincarnate in a rabbit i'm going as far as saying you could actually calculate out the chance you would reincarnate in a rabbit I think there is already the formulas. You could actually calculate out the chance you would reincarnate in a rabbit. You can calculate that out. It's the closest answer you will ever get in your life when it comes to that question. I'm telling you for real. It's gonna be very scientific and shit. I don't know if you guys wanna hear that shit. Okay guys, you can't complain. You guys ask for it, I give it to you guys. I wanna know something very stupid, very simple. I'm gonna ask you guys a few questions and I wanna see what you guys answer. Because it's gonna allow you to get a taste to the answer but I'm gonna ask you guys a few questions when you say what happens after you die what do you mean with dying the best answer that I read here is physical death okay my second question is now what is physical death can you guys tell me what physical death is I see a lot of people saying when your brain stops working when your body is not working what if you're in a coma And everything is frozen. What if they freeze you in? Are you death in that situation? Are you death? You get a heart transplant. They take away your heart. They put another heart in it. Did you die while they were doing the surgery? Did you die? And came back to life. This is not a game, guys. This is really serious questions. It's very important. I see a lot of yeses and noes already. A lot of people say, yes, you were dead. No, you're not dead. That already shows that everybody that is asking has already another idea about it. People have different opinions about what death really is. People say you're still conscious. What if you're in a coma? What if you're brain dead, but your body is still alive? Are you dead or not? What if your body is dead, but your brain is still alive? Are you still alive? What is death? Because it's very important to understand what death is before you can answer what happens after death. So I'm not trying to play here some kind of tricks. I want to know what you guys are saying. For the sake of it, I'm going to Google death and check Wikipedia. Death is a permanent termination of the biological functions that sustain a living organism. Phenomena which commonly bring about death includes old age, perdition, blah, blah, blah. Let's keep it simple and just say, death is the permanent termination of the biological functions that sustain a living organism. So basically, based on this definition, you can be death even if your brain still works. Because your brain can work without your body working. But yeah, you could also say that your brain is part of the biological organism that sustains living organisms. So your brain is part of the organ. So basically, if your body terminates permanent, so even if you're like frozen, you're still alive, you're only dead if it's permanently. That's when you're dead. So it's pretty simple, like that's when you're dead. Now, let's say you reincarnate. Just for the sake of it, you reincarnate when you die. Did you die? that's an important thing because people say what happens after death if you reincarnate in another being and you still have all your memories everything let's say you die and your everything gets copied let's say your soul goes to another body did you die i want to know that question did you as a person die if you live on in another body or whatever but you have the same soul to say it like that did you die yes or no that's my question Basically, the question you guys ask is not what happens after death. Because after physical death, you could say like your body breaks down. Your question is, is there a soul and what happens with your soul? Because what happens after death, from a physical sense, is pretty straightforward. What you guys want to know is not what happens after death physically. You guys want to know what happens after death, not spiritually, but with you as a person, right? I'm going to say something now really crazy. Let's say... Beam me up, Scotty. You get beamed, so you get completely broken down and you get reconstructed on the other part of the universe and teleported that way. Did you die in the process from getting teleported? No, everybody says no. I love it, you guys see where I'm going here. It's a thought experiment, I guarantee you guys. The questions I'm asking is gonna help you. When people ask you about what happens after death, you're gonna be able to give such a slick answer. You guys are gonna thank me for all those questions I'm asking you guys. Because it's going to help you understand what I'm going to say later. So let's say your entire body is broken down and is sent through a tube and reconstructed on the other side of the earth. Did you die and did you get resurrected or is it just you? Everything is the same. Even the physical body is the same. People say that would not fucking work. I know it doesn't work like that, but I want to fucking know. Let's say technology in 100 years or in 1000 years, we can do it. It's a tall experiment. Let's say you die. I want to know, guys, you're going to be like, you motherfucker. For the people that are saying, yes, you died. Why did you die and get resurrected? I want to know that. Why did you die and get resurrected? I want to know it. Because at one point, your cells and stuff didn't function. They weren't living, right? They were dead. Do you guys know your entire body, every single cell dies in three months? Your entire body is replaced every three months. People say the DNA is the same. That's not true. The DNA is actually the reason why we age, because our DNA is breaking apart. So DNA is not the same. Else you would look all the time the same. The DNA is not the same. Is it nine years? Maybe I'm wrong, like I heard three months. It could be nine years, I don't know. Seven years for a full change? What I just want to say is your body, whether it's seven years or nine years, I don't know. Your body actually completely dies. Every cell dies and it's replaced. So basically if it would happen all at once, you would be dead. But since it's a process that takes so long and certain parts are replaced very smallly over long term, You don't notice it. The reason why I'm giving this example is to make you aware that when you think about the physical existence of you and you correlate that to who you are, that there is a big difference. I mean, you are not your cells right now because if that would be the case in nine years, that person would not exist anymore. So when you think about your body, when you think about your life, visualizing it as a physical, oh, this is me, this is my life, is a false concept to say it like that. To elaborate on that, when you want to go a step ahead, we already agreed that it's not a question about your physical being, it's more about your persona. Does that still live after you die? So basically the first thing about the body changing shows you how the physical way of defining yourself is not what you are, you're talking about what you are as a being. And there comes my second question. When do you die in terms of your soul? When does the soul die? I want to ask that question. When does the soul, that is you, die? Maybe I should say. When do you die? But the problem is, when I say you, you think about a physical body. When I'm saying you, I'm talking about the soul you. Okay, so there is people that believe that never dies. I want to ask a question to everyone right now. When you were a two-year-old kid and you're looking back, does the two-year-old self that you were in the past, does he still exist? That's my next question. Does the two-year-old of you still exist? That soul, to say it like that. In that state, when it was two years old, what happened with it? It's totally different. Okay, so people said it evolved. The best way I can put it, the way you guys see it is like, yeah, it didn't die, it doesn't exist right now, but evolved to what you are now. So, in a sense, you could say that it still exists in an evolved way, in an evolved state, to say it very simple. The consciousness has evolved. The thing is, when I talk about death and life, there is a lot of people that have different ideas about it. It's important to think about it because it's an important question. I'm going to get to a fucking nice answer, guys. Now the science parts come. I've asked all those questions. It's important because it's going to help you to understand what I'm going through now. Consciousness is something very important in answering the question whether you die or not, what happens after death. It's all about consciousness. And my question to you guys now, when you're talking about consciousness, what is consciousness? What is consciousness scientifically? Okay, I see a lot of people, a lot of different answers. I'm going to give you guys the answer because they actually know the answer of what consciousness is. And it's going to allow me to give you guys an answer to what happens after death. I'm going to go as far as saying it doesn't even matter to exactly know what consciousness is. Because right now you could say like, yeah, what is it? You could say it's neurons, but what is it? I'm not even going to go through that area. I'm just going to say that your consciousness is the result of your neural activity right now. How complex or how whatever it is, is the result of your neural activity right now. Consciousness is an ever-changing unit without center. It's very important to understand it has no center. I'm quoting Joseph Ledoux. It's the definition that is accepted by the leading neuroscientists right now in the world. Is that consciousness is an ever-changing unit without center. So basically, your experience, your consciousness is the expression of all your neural activity right now. What's very fascinating about it is that it has no center. So basically, when they split your brain, to say it like that, you basically become two individuals within one brain. One with lesser capacity to speak, the other one with lesser capacity to imagine things. So basically, what you have is two different aspects that are splitted, and instead of experiencing it as an entity, as a unity, both hemispheres will start to experience things independently. And what's very fascinating about that is that there was no center in the left or the right. It's just the expression of all the neurons brings about your consciousness. I cannot push how important it is to understand that because it gets away from your idea about yourself, about your identity and stuff, gets completely crushed away with the understanding of what we are. You're basically an ever-changing unit all the time. When you're taking a shit, when you're taking a piss, when you're watching me, you're a different expression. When they look at your neural activity, it's different parts of your brain that are active. And to answer the question about the baby, if you look at the baby, you look at the activity, and you look at your activity now, it's totally different. The idea of you take something with you until now, it's mainly a concept, you take with you, To give you a very simple idea, if I would clone you and the copy wouldn't have a past and would ask the clone, who's your two year self? He would also say like, oh, it evolved, but he just got copied. So it's not like he evolved out of anything. The idea of your baby or whatever, your baby self evolved and whatever until now is just a concept. It's a memory. It's an idea that you have right now. It's not in line with reality. It's in line with the story that you are giving yourself. But neuroscience is showing that your story, your idea of yourself, is totally not the same as what you are right now, which is your neural activity. So consciousness is ever-changing. You're all the time a different person. And being aware of that allows you to adapt very easily. You can be more flexible. You don't care about the mistakes you make because the idea of I'm a constant and this is what I have to be is psychotic. It's not in line with what you are. You are not a constant. It goes even that far that a chemical that would stop you from being changing and would block your proteins to not be able to change, you would be a zombie. You would be brain dead, to say it like that. They actually did the test. So basically it's the change itself. It's the constant change that allows you to be aware. So why did I explain all this to you guys? Is because when you guys are thinking about consciousness and you're saying, do I still live after I die? You're basically talking about your story. That is already a misconcept in the first place. You're actually talking about my story, which only exists right now. That's it. Because tomorrow, you might be another person. When you're watching a movie, you don't even have those ideas. If you go to sleep later tonight, this conversation doesn't exist anymore. You could say it's in the memories, but that's it. It doesn't take place. Right now, the only thing that is taking place is your consciousness and the interaction with me. So the first answer to the question, whether you die, is that if you would see... Consciousness as a constant you would be dying every single moment because you're all the time something different So the idea of after your death dying makes no sense when you then go to the other side of the question like let's say in the story Context if I die do I still live further the first question is already an answer to whether you die or not from consciousness because if you're Ever-changing it makes no sense to think that in the first place something is ever-living but that's not, that's not the satisfying answer. I think although this is the correct philosophical answer, a lot of people still will backtrace it to what we are and stuff like that and to your story. So you're not going to be very relieved with the answer. But... That's why I'm giving you the next answer, and I've never heard anyone give this answer. I've never read it, and I think it's the most likely answer to the question, even though it's not sure, but it's just an idea. Time and space, and this is from a scientific point of view, when you look at time and the fabric of space, what they see in science is that a lot of quantum particles and stuff like that do not obey the same rules of time that we do. There's things that go back in time and stuff. Furthermore, time on itself is even a questionable concept. A lot of scientists believe that time actually doesn't exist. But then you can say, what do we experience then? If time doesn't exist, what are we then? But you have to imagine, and this is a very, very serious question. I'm gonna check the chat. Can you die if time doesn't exist? Someone says, no, because you wouldn't age. The reason why I'm quoting that guy is because when I say time doesn't exist from a scientific point of view, it's important to understand that time does not exist. When you look at it from an aging perspective and you frame it, you're actually using time to understand the answer. Try to imagine that time doesn't exist. You could say that everything happens simultaneously. Everything happens in the now. But even that, what is now, it's still a point on the timeline, but it's really hard to visualize. But just try to understand, like, everything happens simultaneously. Everything. If everything happens simultaneously in the now, can you die or not? That's my question. There's a lot of people that say you still die. If everything happens simultaneously, to say it like that, or if time doesn't exist, I don't know, because... When I'm talking to you guys, I'm already limiting myself to language, which is a limited way of expressing myself. I'm going to try to explain it as clear as possible. You have to imagine time doesn't exist. Everything happens simultaneously. If everything happens simultaneously, what is the difference between you yesterday and you now? If time doesn't exist, what is the actual difference between you yesterday and you now? The difference is your memories, is the information you carry within the moment of now. If you would see yourself yesterday, you would see yourself now. The difference between yesterday and now is that you contain now a lot more information, a lot more memories than you did yesterday. And that's the difference between you now and you yesterday. Yesterday didn't contain you today, and today did contain yesterday. So the information yesterday is part of you today, but not the other way around. And the thing is, on top of that, it's that information the ever-growing information that is actually defining the arrow of time. Because if yesterday would contain more information about today and the other way around, you would think that yesterday came before today, right? Because everything happens simultaneously anyway. So the arrow of time that you experience is not defined by time, but it's defined by the information of what expresses itself, your consciousness right now, right? And here comes the fucking fascinating thing. The thing is that, when you look at quantum mechanics, do you guys know superposition? I'm going to give you guys a definition. Quantum superposition is a fundamental principle of quantum mechanics. It holds that a physical system exists in all its particle, theoretical possible states simultaneously, but when measured, it gives a result corresponding to only one of the possible configurations. So basically, it's a mindfuck. I mean, quantum mechanics is a mindfuck, but I told you guys I will give you an answer to what happens after death an electron or quarks or whatever is in all its possible configurations that it can be at the same time. So it's not like it's in one and we can't know. And when we measure it, we coincidentally measure it. No, no, no. It's in all its states at the same time. And then you have the Copenhagen interpretation that says when you measure, it collapses to one state. You got another interpretation, the multi-world interpretation that says that for every single possibility, you have another universe. So what you have is, that's my idea, of course, every single possibility. So if you want to look at information, you got one, one zero, one one, one zero one, one one one, every kind of information to say it like that exists. Everything. And basically, your idea of a chaining events, to say it like that, your experience, your consistent reality is basically a very small string in a much bigger information structure called the universe. You're just a small little string and that's why you have that consistency ...within that universe because you're a little byte... ...within a tera terabyte that is moving through the line of the universe... ...to say it like that. Very simple. But in reality, you just have every single combination of information. And what links your moment now with the moment yesterday... ...is that the moment yesterday is part of what you are right now. It's just part of your information right now. That's it. Because in essence, everything exists simultaneously. Just like with superposition. Every single possibility ever every situation you've been in every choice you would have made in a situation does exist simultaneously right now but your expression right now of course only consists of what is expressed right now nothing else and the thing is when you look at things that way then dying on itself is a very abstract concept because even if you die when you look at the entire information string required for you to die there is one where you will still be alive after you die. It's maybe a lot less likely than the one you would be dead, but it does exist in superposition with the fact that it doesn't exist. You understand? So basically, since you as a reference frame defines the entropy level, the likelihood for something to happen is defined by you. What happens around you is not defined by what's around you, but it's defined by you at that point. If you would be in another, in another planet, in another galaxy what would happen to you is different. It's you as frame of reference defines the entropy level around you. Entropy on itself is even relative. So basically, when you die, you could say like the chance that I would resurrect is one in a billion, 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 whatever. It's the expression of it that defines the statistics of it existing. And since everything happens in superposition, there is a reality in which you wouldn't die, where you will resurrect. Scientifically, This sounds really crazy what I'm saying here. But scientifically, you can ask even a scientist. Ask a scientist this. Is there a chance, even if it's astronomically small, that if I would die, that I would keep living? And he would have to say yes. But the fact that the chance exists, even in quantum mechanics, makes it so that it actually does exist in superposition, but it will just be extremely unlikely in our time frame But in a reality where everything happens simultaneously, time doesn't exist and it's happening simultaneously. Do you guys understand me? And that is a really crazy answer to what happens after you die. And I think it's the most correct one. I really think it's the most correct one. In a timeless universe or in a timeless reality, when you die, you actually will reincarnate in a rabbit, in a snake. Everything is possible. You know what's really funny? about what I'm just saying. I know this is gonna create a lot of controversy, but I wanna say it though. If you believe in hell and heaven, I don't say that I believe in hell of heaven. I'm just saying like, if you're really a bad person and you really believe you're going to hell, from an information point of perspective, the chance you're actually going to hell is bigger than if you don't believe in it. Because it's part of your information stream. Sounds really crazy what I'm saying here, but maybe in 10 years, maybe in 20 years, they will prove this shit. It's gonna create a shit storm. But yeah, you're talking about astronomical small figures. But yeah, you can sensationalize that very easy. I'm not talking your philosophy, I'm talking about science, quantum mechanics. Imagine yourself a reality without time. What happens? Everything happens simultaneously. Uh, what's the arrow of time? I know people saying I'm talking philosophy. I do think that what I'm bringing up here about life after death, if you combine neuroscience with quantum mechanics, I think this answer is right now, it's the most likely one. I don't know if it's true, but you guys got my answers. Subscribe to youtube.com slash AtheneWins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash AtheneLive and follow The Real Athene on Snapchat.